Hi, this is Maggie Roswell, and you're listening to Four Finger Discount. Four Finger Discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, Australia's favourite Simpsons-based podcast. I am Dano. I am Mitch. Where are we now, Mitch? Uh, right now we're sitting in my car. In your car. Just what? outside a train station. Yes. This looks very dodgy. In North Shore wearing headphones. Why? What do we do today? Uh, well, we've just come back from AMC Expo up in Melbourne, where... Well, do you want to tell them? This well, we is big interview- news. You hook this up. Well, we interviewed Maggie Roswell. Maggie Roswell. Lovely lady. A fantastic woman. Very homely. We hadn't even organised a time or nothing. It was just... We tweeted Maggie. I emailed her first. And she yeah. was just like... Meet me at the convention, we'll go from there. We'll figure it out, yeah. And I'm thinking some workers there is going to interfere and get in the way and say, no, nah, this isn't going to happen. Same. Up until we'd started, and even when we were first introducing, or like first starting the interview, I was in the back of my head thinking, something's going to go wrong, this won't work. And we're sort of standing on the side of the where she was signing autographs, just getting the cords ready and everything, getting the mics t- turned up and whatever, and... I'm thinking, this is just going to be a shambles. Mm. And she she walked over and she goes, let's go do it, guys. And we, we, we followed her. She took us outside. It was great. Yeah, we should give a shout out, actually, to the AMC staff, who were incredible about it. Oh, they, how nice like, were they? In an environment where, you know, people put on a T-shirt and a badge and they think they have power, were just incredibly gracious and went, oh, yeah, cool. Now she obviously, she's teed this up. We'll let her do it. Yes. Well, let's get into the interview. Bets. Hey, guys. Dan and Mitch here for Four Finger Discount. We're at AMC Expo in Melbourne. We're joined by the very lovely Maggie Roswell. Maggie, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing fantastic. How about you guys? Always good. Very excited, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. So how's your weekend been? Having fun? First it's, time in Australia, you were just telling us. first time in Australia, which is outrageous. And uh, this AMC Comic-Con has been really a blast. And it's just, I, I was telling somebody that Comic-Cons themselves are always, you know, really, it's like an adventure in itself. But then adding the twist of having everybody with an accent... Even that even makes it even more insane, <laughs> yeah. but fantastic. I although I've been laughing because with the accents, people will come up to me and they, when they're getting a picture signed, and then they'll say their name and they go, "Spell it." And I go, "What is it?" Spell it. And they yes, spell it, please. Sorry. Hi. Have you have you attempted an Australian accent yet? I know. Well, some sometimes a bit. But no, it's <laughs> not too bad. Yeah, Sometimes thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was it. Were you disappointed by the lack of kangaroos down the street? Like, well, what were you expecting in Australia? Well, you know that's the, well. I it's always that thing. You know, it's it's a, and we were we were you know doing something with uh, oh crikey you know yeah. oh I I love her I'll do everything I can to protect her. You know? yeah. <laughs> it, it, and that's really we know from the crocodile hunter. Yeah, a if lot you go of far uh, if you go far north enough, then right. that's real. Like yeah. that, there are those people. Up well, in, that's what up everybody said. They said, yeah. oh my god. It's like that and when when we watched it we were kind of talking about this and then one of the people in the van said be careful it's our national treasure we said no 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 we wouldn't make anything about him we love him we love Bindi we hope she wins the you know Dancing with the Stars it's all good it's funny because my wife's from England whenever she has family over they always say is there really spiders in your shoes all the time and spiders in the toilet I'm thinking I barely see a spider (laughs) they they come here they find them everywhere I'm like what I know that's exactly that was and my daughter said well you're supposed to check your shoes I went what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a really nice hotel. Do yeah. I have to check my shoes? Okay. Yeah. Well. So we should probably talk about The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah, we should cover that off a little bit. Sure. Yes. What the heck? Um, so for our listeners, uh, and I'm sure that they've done their research, but if you could quickly rattle off the characters that you have portrayed. Yes. I do Helen Lovejoy, Reverend Lovejoy's wife, the gossip wife, the minister. 
and I do Mod Flanders, and they killed me because I moved to Colorado. <laughs> and I do Miss Hoover, who's Lisa's teacher, the one with Lyme disease. And Dolphins, you do boards, friends. Male preserver is all their male. Princess Casimir's real name is Shauna Tifton, the head of Kitty Carlotta Match Game 2010. All the old women, the old folks, I'm a grandpa, and Sherry Bobbins should take off her Mary Poppins. Yeah. And also, Luann Van Houten is Milhouse's mother, the one that got divorced. Wow. How many times have you spun that off? I was going to say, oh, we about, didn't ask for that. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. It's, it's a million, because people say, what is it? But we used to laugh, because in Colorado, you do all that. Or they'd say, what characters do you do? I do that whole rattle, and they go, oh, I don't watch a show, and I don't let my kids oh. watch it either. And you go, okay, well, I feel like an idiot, but thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank yeah. you for sharing. No, that's uh, we were talking before the interview that we didn't want to just be hacky and say, can you please do the voices? But thank you very much but for yes, doing I the like voices to, anyway. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm a hack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, now you've covered that. How... How has it changed for you doing the show from Colorado um, as opposed to, you know, being round table and recording? Well, we were doing the round table when we first did it, and that was what was so crazy because when Hal and I um, went to raise our daughter in Colorado, we realized that we were the first kind of the trailblazers of taking it and doing it there. Initially, it was not their best deal. Now, Hank Azaria is in New York doing a um, TV show. Julie Kavner can be away. We don't sit around the table as much anymore because the characters are so well-known and they they have such great interaction. We've done that for so many years. There still is that warmth among all the characters. But um, that's only because the first years, the first 10 years, we were like, you know, really... um, together around the table for eight hours at a time yeah. exactly yeah. was that different as well at the time to the way most TV oh absolutely like, you were one of the first to do it all as a because you, you've been doing stuff before The Simpsons Pretty oh, yeah. in Pink and all well that see yeah, yeah pretty. and so that was for me too is that I was doing a lot of film and television forever and stage yeah. and so then when I did the Tracy Ullman show yeah. and then they you know found me for that and they said do you want to audition yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and they wanted me to sing Leader of the Pack yeah. and then I was just like well I don't know and then they said, well, it would be with Clarence Clemens of the E Street Band yeah. and, you know, and Carol King. So maybe. I said, yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll <laughs> yeah. do that. I can't but it, but was, I'd say yes and, that. <laughs> and so then the casting director said, well, do you want to audition for The Simpsons? And I had seen them a couple of times, but when, I guess so. You yeah. know, so yeah. it was, but I'd done a lot of Han- Hanna-Barbera and stuff like that yeah, yeah, before yeah. and a lot of cartoons. In fact, somebody was just coming up and they said, would you sign this? And it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I went, uh, I don't think I did that. And then I'll they said, anyway. they go, oh yeah, you did. You played Caitlin on it in one episode. I went, okay, so could you sign Caitlin on the other one? Okay. But, you know, I know that I'd done things like um, Scooby-Doo. My husband and I played Mr. and Mrs. Peter Laurie. Yeah. Like they had a, um, a horror house and we were like... <laughs> were you unmasked at the end? Yes. Like, did you get it to was me. I got, yes, I got to like, exactly. Oh, you kids. <laughs> Why I ought to do my good eye. Well, when, when The Simpsons started to take off, do you sort of get that, that mentality of, well, I don't have to do anything else anymore. The Simpsons right. is just... It. Is that, was that right well, for you? No, well, see, for me, because what they had done is nobody really knew how it was all going to go. Yeah. And even though it's gone now, I had um, I quit the show on the 10th year and come back on the 13th. Yeah. And so, and because I went to Colorado and then they killed my... Flanders and yeah. then there was like a whole thing but now uh, part of it is coming back and they've just been really you know sweet having us do everything coming back it's just been great yeah. and so that's made it I think a whole different I guess it deal. helps with guys like Hank and Harry they can a lot of their scenes are having conversations with themselves anyway like right if it's right Burns exactly and, Smithers, I, and Burns and Smithers and to see the two of them watching Harry really realize how much yeah. Smithers was in love with Mr. Burns <laughs> yeah. to watch his face as he was delivering it he was like what? 
What? <laughs> when did it become just a job for you and something like to fall in love with? I imagine you've been doing it for this long. You would have to love what you do. Oh my God. No, it's, you know, and it's always, it's always different. It's always really fun. And the people are incredible. And like I was talking to people today saying, I've never been with a cast that's more professional. And yet we're not all close. Like, I mean, Dan and I know each other. We've hung around really? together okay. before, but it's not like everybody hangs out like another cast because you yep. come in, you do it and you leave. But yep. I think that the respect for each other, there was never that backbiting and stuff that can happen in, in yeah. series sometimes. Well, you've been all together for so long. For so long. You, yeah. And then people just come in. It's kind of like, you know, being at summer camp and then coming back to school and going, okay, you guys, let's go for it again. Yep. But, you know, so that's been great. Who was one of your favorite guests to work with? Like, we, um, we were listening to um, uh, some outtakes from Albert Brooks right, and right. Uh, with Jacques. Julie yeah. as Jacques and it just seemed like it's just so much on the cutting room floor. Did you ever have an experience like that with well, anyone? See, and the, well, with, um, because also with me with Albert, you know, um, I had done uh, Lost in America with him. Yep. Oh, okay. You know, so he, and that was on camera stuff. So yep. it was really wild being with that and that was the one where Helen Lovejoy goes, well, it's a gossipy wife of the minister. Yep. What are you doing with the man who's not your husband? I just thought I'd come over and say hello, yep. Yep. which was one of my favorite things to be able to do. Yep. But but yeah, I think seeing Liz morning, Taylor, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, which we had to call her Elizabeth. Don't call her Liz. Oh, but Elizabeth Maggie. Taylor, she came in to do the voice of Maggie. Maggie, the one word. Yeah, she the one right word. And she was just, you know, <laughs> and that was really wild. And I was standing behind her, and then I thought, what, am I crazy? I should be looking at those <laughs> eyes. The eyes were unbelievable. And then at one point, I went over to one of the guys who was an animator. I said, here, draw her. Because he was just, you know, I mean, they don't usually draw in the same room. But he was just kind of doodling. I said, draw her. He goes, I don't draw people. I said, do it. So he was kind of drawing Elizabeth Taylor and her dogs and she came over and said well if you're going to draw it you might as well draw this and she put her hand out and had that huge diamond ring that was as big as my head and I grabbed her hand I'm thinking how surreal is this I just grabbed Elizabeth Taylor's hand to look at her ring and look at it with my eye you know I mean that's just (laughs) not equal yes yes exactly hey so Liz I like your jewelry (laughs) (laughs) you're sort of like the Simpsons go-to housewife voice right right how do you find so many different yet so similar voices within yourself like how, well, do you, how do you discover a voice? The, well, the the ones and the ones that we did, like uh, Maud Flanders had to be married to Ned. Yeah. So then discovering the type of person, you know, that he would just get somebody that was really nice because that's the kind of guy he is. Yep. And then Helen Lovejoy having, the, you know, that being, you know, Reverend Lovejoy's wife who was yep. just the one that would stab you in the back. And she yep. just is just everyone you've <laughs> ever met that you go, oh, I just hate her. But she'll <laughs> smile at your face and then stab you in the back. Yep. And then... Um, um, the you know the the other ones like with Miss Hoover you know they had done a brush with greatness which was the one where they painted yeah, you know yeah, painted, burns, and, and yeah, painted burns and there was a woman who comes out of the crowd and says he's bad but he'll die yeah. and then that was me and then they said oh by the way we want you to um to do that voice for Miss Hoover so that oh, was what okay. was crazy okay. and then with with Milhouse's mother. Um, Hank, Azari and I, they, we knew we were going to play the parents. Well, we didn't know who was going to have the first line and what he was going to do for his thing. So he goes, oh, okay, Millhouse. And then I went, oh, shoot, I was going to do that for the mom. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I went, oh, well, I'll do this one then. Okay, I've got divorced. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a divorcee. <laughs> have you ever brought a voice to the directors and have gone, nah? Now, good enough. Well, you know, they have some of the things where they'll say, you know, during our show, where they'll where if somebody's voice sticks out too much, yeah. then like if they like with Yardley in particular, because her voice is so 
you know, recognizable. She gives Lisa her voice. Yeah, that's pretty much (laughs) it. And then, and um, also with uh, Julie Kavner, because she does the sisters and then she does those, but that's what she would just say, can I do any more? (laughs) (laughs) So I think that was when they finally went, no, no, this is it. This is what you're going to be doing. But it's, um, but I also got to do Dr. Hibbert's wife and that was very good. (laughs) From the way you're talking, you seem to really know a lot about the history of the show as well. Absolutely. Are you a fan? I mean. Oh, I love the show. And, but it's wild for us too, because you'll see when you're reading the script all the little things that they're doing yep. but they don't really even though you're reading the script and seeing all this stuff you don't see it really come to life yeah, yeah but it takes a year for yeah. us to do the show so by the time you actually see it you go wow i hardly even remember that but when you're looking at the script they've added so many little things and stuff to make it more yep. current and all of that stuff So you basically even though you've read the script and acted you get to enjoy it oh, as uh, if it's new for yes you. And, it's, yeah. and it's funny because i'll be watching and i'll go oh Wait, I think I'm in this one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been really neat. Yeah, that's been really, that's really good. cool. You want to bring up something about Nancy as well? You read that she said about Maggie. Oh well, you kind of covered it off, but and I'm I'm sure you would be aware of this. Nancy had said something really sweet about you that you have that really unique ability to to find what's a normal voice. Oh, um, it, that's particularly nice. in an industry where you know it's always about being distinctive. Right. You manage to sort of slot right in the middle and still create, as you said, these wonderful characters, but. But, but have it be in every woman. And the, well, that was the thing is you know, when they killed Maude Flanders. And you know how they have usually on the um, Halloween show, they have the all the people. That, well, they not only have the ghosts, but they have the, the um, tombstones. The, um, the names. The names. The, yeah. The, on, the, the on the tombstones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when they were doing the tombstone stuff before that, when they killed me, they did like a eulogy to me going, she was an every woman, Maude Flanders. Yeah. You know, it was, <laughs> yeah. So it was really wild for them to be doing it kind of personally to me, the writers. Yeah. And so that was really crazy. But it's it's been, I think, a, a great thing to bring it more like for a real person, you know, because there's some things that there's some shows and we're laughing now because my husband and I, when we're going up for auditions on things, they go, we want her to sound real. And then <laughs> yeah. you try to do real and then you hear it later and they're like, well, gee, that would be great. You go, who said that's not a real that's sound. Not real. Yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. a real sound. Maybe from Fargo. Yes, right. <laughs> Fargo, perhaps. Maybe that's it. <laughs> when you found out about Maud, did you know before you read the script? Like, how was that all handled? More, oh no! With Maud, they they just I didn't know before I read the script. Really? And then, yeah. So then when I read the script, I thought, okay, well, I wonder what they're going to want to do. And I just kind of did this accent when I heard Harry doing his, yeah. and then that seemed to work for them. That yes, this is the person that this would be. But a lot of the times they've gone through it. But in the first ten years, what we did, we would do eight hours of uh, you know where we'd be sitting at the table, and then be running off and writing more material, and then bringing yeah. it back. So that is very different. They never do that in cartoon shows. Did you have much interaction with the writers? Like particularly, you know, in the Conan O'Brien era? Well, the Conan the O'Brien era, we were, we were laughing because we glory said... glory days. Yeah, <laughs> the glory days. When, when Conan and those guys, they would all be sitting on the outside and we'd be sitting at the table read. Yeah. And then you'd see one person, like they go, and this is John Vitti. And you see one guy like kind of shrink in the chair and you go... Oh, that must be John Vitti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all those years, they never introduced us to most of the people. Really? Oh, ever. Wow. Okay. No, and it was just one, it just was thinking, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So you'd walk out and you'd go, oh, yeah, you're John. they go, yeah, hi, how are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and you'd go, oh, my God. When I met a couple of those guys, John Schwartz, uh, Welder, and a bunch of these guys that are just really brilliant at parties, and they go, yeah, hi. And I'd go, oh, my God, you're you. I love yeah. you. <laughs> Describe the atmosphere of a table read. Oh, the table read is really a blast because people will, but, and like in some, Harry would like rip open the um, the 
thing. He wouldn't have read it before. He'll just, you know, he'd just read it cold and be fine and be brilliant and do his stuff. But other people have gone through things, mark their things, mark the characters and things. And um, I think that that is really fun because then you're really looking opposite each other. I mean, I do remember when I I was doing it with uh, Mel Gibson. And so they, they, I, you know, and this was still before he had his rampage in in the The US. Yes, right. (laughs) Before it all went south. But um, we still love Mel. Being Australians, we have to still (laughs) love Mel. Yeah, but but um, for me, I was so thrilled that it was Mel Gibson. Oh, so, yeah. like, I was like looking down, and then I just kind of look up a little, and then I look down, and then at one point I looked up, and he was looking up at me, and I just went, <laughs> and I thought, oh my god, did I just really do that? Oh, that's not good. Oh, Those that eyes, can't be though. good. Those oh, yeah. Eyes. Oh yeah. And then I was when when I was um, at one point, everybody was trying to be really cool, and they were going, "Well, bye, Mel. See ya." Yeah. Bye, see ya. Yeah. And I was just like going, and I said, could I take a picture with you? And he said, sure. <laughs> so, he, you know, and I'm thinking, you guys are idiots. I'm going to take a picture with Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're arm in arm. And then um, he's, I, I said, you know, thanks. This is really great. And he said, and so, and I just kind of did like a fake smile. And then he, he leans over and he goes, would you like the tongue in the ear thing? And I went, and it was just a joke. <laughs> and then I have this huge <laughs> smile on my face. So I think he was trying to do it because he probably felt me being so tense. And he went, you want yeah. the tongue? in the ear thing and you go oh, oh, okay yeah hi it was okay. all a big joke <laughs> one of my favourite characters you do just before we wrap it up is Sherry Bobbins uh, how much work went into getting the Julie Andrews-esque voice well uh, that was only that's the only um, uh, vocal impression I do yep. literally yep. Yep. and so they thought that Julie Andrews was going to do the show oh, okay. Okay, they really? had offered it to her and they were still going back and forth because at that time they thought maybe they'd be doing a Mary Poppins for real, unlike yep. another Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah. And so I think her people were just saying, well, you know, we don't want to make fun. And then, the, you know, they just didn't. I, I think there was just that that kind of breakdown that happens in between. Eventually they figured, OK, it's not going to happen. So what I was doing was only understudying her singing so she could go back to do it. So I only did two passes at it. And I'm like a, a mezzo belter and she's a color tourist. I mean, she's Julie Andrews. Yeah, yeah. So when I was doing everything, I was going, oh, there were some of those notes that I went, isn't there some third of thing we could do where they could <laughs> goose that note that. up? Yeah, <laughs> like go, yeah. So dogs were crying when I was finishing. But <laughs> I think for me that, you know, being able to, to sing that stuff and to actually do do her it was so brilliant yeah. and it was all those things that, you know when like you know just a spoonful of sugar by to go if you cut every corner it is really not so bad everybody loves it even mom and dad if nobody sees it then nobody gets mad it's the American way well, and they, do we have to pay for this? do we have to pay music rights? Uh, yes, see, and I don't know and then they'll probably sue me and I go you know what I just thought it was a fun thing to do we were yeah. outside it <laughs> it felt right. I was in Australia. No, that was perfect. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, and that was such a great episode and some of the best songs. That, uh, oh. I mean, The Simpsons are famous for some of their songs. And yeah. They are definitely some of the and best. And that, that, that was some of the best. It's one like of, a mini musical. Yeah. I, I think that one of the best lines there also was when Mr. Burns was flying the kite and then he falls down because the kite electrocutes him and he yeah, goes, yeah. Uh, Smithers, what's that sound? He goes, it's your heart, sir. And he goes, well, that takes me back. <laughs> That's good. I was a big fan of her butt wax the banister. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved it. Well, Maggie, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for yes. your time. I really oh, you it. too. Is there this anything is... you need to plug before yes. we wrap up? Uh, Twitter, plug everything. Yes. Uh, you, okay. You guys have to do Twitter. <laughs> at Maggie Roswell, which will make me laugh. And then also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, because I'm trying to do this whole social networking thing, but, you know, it, it goes a little bit beyond me, Beth. So, um, Twitter. Twi- 
tweet me, twit me, yeah. twit me because yeah. I'm a twit, yeah. and then <laughs> it would be swell. Excellent. Well, I hope you really enjoy the rest of your time in Australia. Thank you so much for taking Absolutely. some time out today to have a chat with us and braving the flies of this great summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. They're the fabulous flies. Yes. Well, anyways, thank you so much. Catch you, Catch you later. Okay. So what did you guys think of that interview with Maggie Roswell, voice of Maud Flanders, Helen Lovejoy, and the rest? Yeah, we've officially made it. We have made like, it now. This is peak of the mountain. Not putting down Nikki or Saudi or anything, but that no. was Maggie Roswell. Yeah, no, Nikki, we absolutely love you. And she, uh, she saw that we've interviewed her on Facebook and was really excited about that. And I did say to her on there that it was that interview that really gave us the confidence to be able to go on and do this. But, I mean, talking to a cast member, man, who would have thought that this would have happened? And she knew so much about the show. Like you said, you, you were surprised by her knowledge of what was going on back yeah. in the day, you know? I mean, look, a lot of actors view what they do as just work. Like, you know, and, and this isn't, it's not that they don't like the show or anything, but a lot of actors don't watch themselves in their own movies or whatever it might be. Whereas she, as she said, genuinely loves the show. And that was really cool as well. Like that passion really came through from her. It was good to see her as excited about the show as what we are. Yeah. Almost more than. Yes, exactly. And as she mentioned, make sure you follow her on Twitter because she really wants Twitter followers. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Um, help her out, follow her, tweet her, do everything, make, you know, l- engage. And that's the other thing. Like, she's so open to that. She really wants to communicate with her fans. So. If, if you message her or if you tweet her, she will tweet back. Yeah, yeah. She's been really, really good on the Twitter. So if we didn't ask a question that you perhaps wanted uh, asked to Maggie, tweet it to her. We'll guarantee she'll answer it for you. Well, I don't know if we can guarantee. That's making promises. I'm guaranteeing it. Okay, Maggie, if you're listening <laughs> to this part of the podcast, we uh, Dando has just put you in the hole. Um, good luck. Also, before we go, better thank the official sponsors, The Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page and NoHomers.net. Also, check everything else out on the torrentlist.tv website. But for now, I'm Dando. I'm Mitch. See you guys next time. Shh.